Hello everyone and welcome to the Sierra Week conversation by IHS Markets on opportunities for diversity in energy industry and HBCU recruitment. I'm Lynn Tatum, Vice President in our Energy and Natural Resources Group. We'll focus today on industry's outreach to historically backed colleges and universities. Through its recruitment partnership with these institutions, industry strengthening its talent pipeline and fostering corporate diversity. It's my pleasure to welcome our panelists. Harry L. Williams, President and CEO of the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. The TMCF is an organization of America's 47 publicly supported historically black colleges and universities, representing nearly 300,000 students across the country. The TMCF is a source for employers seeking top diverse talent for internships and corporate careers. We also have Pierre Breber, he's Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of Chevron and he serves as a member of the board of the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. So over to you first, Harry. Can you tell us about the Thurgood Marshall College Fund and some history and the scope of the historically black colleges and universities? And what are some of the principles and concepts of your organization? Yeah, so first of all, Lynn, thank you. Thank you for this conversation. This is a very important conversation. I'm very happy to be here with you today. Thurgood Marshall College Fund actually was, was created 34 years ago. Our founder, Dr. Ian Joyce Payne, had a vision to create an organization that would support uh, African-American students attending the historically Black colleges and universities that are public in our country. And as you stated in your opening comments, 47 of our institutions are classified as public uh, institutions. And so therefore, she wanted to create an organization to help these young people uh, to graduate from college. So she created the, the Thurgood Marshall Scholarship Fund. And that fund was created with the sole purpose of providing resources to support African-Americans attending these, these institutions. The main reason the scholarship was created because over 90% of the students that attend HBCUs in this country have financial challenges and they come from communities where they need additional support. So this fund was named after the great Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall, who's the first African-American Supreme Court Justice to serve. And Justice Marshall also attended two of our institutions, Lincoln University uh, in Pennsylvania and Howard University, where he earned his law degree. And when our founder, Dr. Payne, approached uh, the justice in his office, in his chambers, uh, and she asked him if he would lend his name to this organization. He didn't hesitate because he saw this as an opportunity to increase the number of African-Americans not only going to college, but graduating from college. And we have since evolved into an organization that provides scholarships, but in addition to scholarships, we provide opportunities for our students to gain employment in some of the top Fortune 500 companies in, in America. And we have dedicated our arm to supporting and getting these young people ready for these opportunities in corporate America. And one of our partners, Chevron, is on this call here today. Excellent. And I know we're going to be hearing from Pierre in a moment. Um, you're um, developing alliances with corporations, as you've just mentioned, to help place the HBCU students in internships and full time in a range of industries. So just tell us a little bit more um, as an introduction to Pierre here, how you've been developing your relationship with Chevron and um, how it is that you um, have a representative in the form of Pierre on your board and um, furthering the great cause that you're doing. 
Yeah, actually, what we have been able to do here at TMCF and in partnering with Chevron and other companies, we, we work with our partners and we ask them, what are they looking for? And a lot of our companies are looking for diverse talent. And some are very specific in looking for African-American talent. And we feel very confident that we have the quality of the students quality of the institutions to provide these companies with what they're looking for. For example, uh, Chevron is interested in engineers or, or STEM majors. Uh, we have some of the top uh, engineering schools, 19 of our 47 are, are engineering schools where they provide students and a high percentage of African-American graduating with those degrees. So instead of going to one particular university and looking for diverse talent, at the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, we had the power to convene to bring a, a, a large number to impact scale from that perspective. And then we create opportunities for companies to get a sense of what the type of talent that we have. So we do uh, competitions of where students come together and they, they uh, almost like a pitch comp is a pitch competition, sort of like Shark Tank, where they come together and they have an idea and they go back and they have to solve it. And then we have partners who serve as judges and they get a, a glimpse of the talent from our students from, our, from that perspective, starting with sophomores, juniors, and seniors. And this, this is another opportunity for our companies to get to know our students and for our students to get to know the companies. In addition to that, we provide students with internship opportunities. That is a strong uh, a factor in helping companies to onboard students is through internships. So when they're looking for diverse talent in that space, TMCF, we have a pipeline that we have created to go directly to serve the company based on what they're looking for. Yeah, that's great. And um, Pierre, from your perspective, what do you see as the value and the contribution of the HBCUs and TMCF in particular to industry, to the economy and to um, society overall in the US? Chevron has a long history with HBCUs going back decades. And I've worked with HBCU alumni in Chevron for many years. Uh, at the same time, there was a lot that I didn't fully appreciate about HBCUs. Harry helped facilitate a session with uh, Mike Worth, our CEO, his leadership team, and four presidents of uh, historically black colleges and universities. And we got an even deeper appreciation of the breadth, the reach, the impact these great institutions are having. And so as part of Chevron's racial equity plan, we increased our investment with HBCU partners, the ones that we've been with for, for many years uh, to accelerate a progress. And I had the honor of joining Harry and, and the other passionate uh, board members on the Thurgood Marshall College Fund board. When I was interviewing for that position, the chair of TMCF said, you know, board members can help in kind of three areas, fundraising, preparing students for employment, and then helping them succeed in their careers. And he asked, you know, where's, where's my passion? And of course, all three are important because we can't do it unless all three uh, are making progress. But my, my, my passion is in the third because for a company like Chevron, getting the student in the door is just the first step. A career at Chevron is hopefully 30 plus years and helping uh, individuals navigate their corporate career over those decades and positioning them to fulfill their professional potential that's what really um, gets me excited. And that's why I'm so honored to be on the board of this great organization. And we know that um, to develop this top talent, um, whether it's coming into um, Chevron and the, and the um, energy industry or, or Harry, this is a question for you really into other industry sectors. Um, that's um, 
talent has to be um, caught very young, as it were. The development of the talent has to be young. So are you working with organisations that nurture that talent to reach the children as early as elementary school and in enabling you to have um, a full uh, pipeline of students at the HBCUs? Um, Harry. Yeah, yeah, Lynn, that's a very good question. So, you know, we believe the sooner we can get to the students, the better in terms of helping them to uh, shape their vision for themselves and what they would like to achieve and by exposing them to all the different opportunities. So we start not only uh, working with uh, K through 12, but we work very closely uh, with, uh, with our universities and making sure that when they start out their freshman year, uh, we want them to start thinking about these many, many different opportunities. So some of our partners will set up programs that we call like immersions. And immersion programs are a program that will allow students to immerse themselves into that company and get a know, get a sense of their culture, their history, the importance of that. Because as Pierre mentioned in his comment, it's not only uh, important to get them in the door, but it's, it's probably more important to keep them there from a retention standpoint. So part of that is getting them uh, acclimated and an understanding of that culture and that culture environment is very important. So what we do here at the organization, not only preparing these young people, we do a, a lot of assessments. We work with Gallup. Gallup is a major partner of, that, of ours where we, we do these assessments to determine their what we call culture fit. There's a fit, uh, fit um, assessment tool that we use to develop uh, for students to get a sense of of whether or not they're gonna they're gonna merge within a company because all companies have their own culture their own their own niche and we want to make sure we get it right uh, from that perspective. In addition to that, we also uh, will assess the students on their strengths and we find out exactly what what are they good at and then when we can pinpoint that and then we use that as a as a lever to support the company in terms of what they're looking for in in, in, a, in a development process. So we a lot of our students we call them first generation corporate. And the reason why we use that term is because they're the first in their family uh, to be exposed to corporate America. So when you're the first uh, being exposed, there are a lot of things you don't know. And part of our job is to help educate. So when we partner, and this is real, this is the real word here with, uh, with Chevron, partnership. It's not a one-way relationship. It's a true partnership. So when our partners, as Pierre stated in his comments, that they have been, Chevron has been connected with HBCUs for many, many years, and they have decided to get deeper. And that's what partners do. They get deeper in the relationship and they get to know uh, not only the student, but also the environment where the student is coming from, having a sense and appreciation for that. So therefore, That'll help those students when they onboard and have that clear understanding. So that's very, very important in our development with our partners to make sure they understand that they are real partners and we're not an uh, organization that will just turn talent over to you. It is a relationship that is long going and is sustainable from, from that perspective. So uh, Pierre, you know, you've, you have been doing this for a while as, as we've talked about and as Harry's just referenced, but um, more broadly speaking, would you think that the recent focus on ESG by the financial community that we've seen particularly in the, the year just gone by, do you think that's maybe shone a spotlight on these types of initiatives that we're talking about here today and um, corporates working together with the HBCUs to encourage companies to focus in on this approach? Do you see it broadening out? ESG certainly encourages companies uh, to do this. At the same time, as I mentioned, we've been doing this for decades. 
Um, I do want to just build off a couple of points that Harry made. You referred to kind of a case competition. I'm proud that Chevron partnered with TMCF to do our first energy innovation uh, case competition. We have to attract the talent to our sector. There are other sectors out there. Uh, energy has a lot to offer. Uh, we need to expose uh, students from HBCUs to that. So we held that a couple of months ago. It was very exciting. We had teams, we, well, we had some of our best uh, business and technical uh, talent employees write a very challenging case dealing with energy today and in the future, how it's part of a lower carbon future. And then teams from a number of HBCUs competed for scholarships in responding to that case. And it was a great way to um, expose students to our great industry, but also as a way for us to get to know HBCU students better. And then when we bring them into the company, we do a number uh, of, of programs uh, to position them for success. Uh, one is our Black Employee Network. This is a voluntary uh, group of Black Chevron employees um, who have been organized for more than 20 years to uh, connect with each other in a network kind of way, in a volunteer way. They create programs for the cohorts of classes that come into the company, uh, for mentorship, for getting to know each other, learning again how to navigate a corporate culture. Uh, I participate in reverse mentoring. This is where a Black employee mentors me on what it's like to be a Black employee at Chevron. So I get a greater understanding of the Black employee experience. Uh, we've uh, started off a sponsorship program, which is a bit different than mentoring, where we're really uh, a sponsor really advocates for the individual, uh, really takes accountability for outcomes, helps them get that next job or that special project or that international assignment, something that'll help advance their careers. And then we're partnering with another great organization called Executive Leadership uh, Council. Uh, this is an organization that is committed to advancing black executives to C-level positions and, and board positions. Uh, we have about 40 Chevron black employees participating in ELC programs right now. So it's gonna take a, a lot of programs, a lot of emphasis at companies like Chevron working with great organizations like TMCF. And I suppose these are all what we call illustrations of uh, that crucial difference between diversity and inclusion perhaps where, you know, the, the focus on the, inter, on the um, employee all the way through the organization and makes that inclusion part of the gel that makes it work. Um, so um, would you say that across the industry in general, Pierre, your uh, Chevron is maybe a little ahead of the game on this? I know historically you've been doing it, but do you think that some of these practices of yours are, are really quite advanced? We've been working on it since I joined the company in the late 80s, and we really have had diversity and inclusion programs and an emphasis on it, and we've made a lot of progress. At the same time, we know there's a lot of progress in front of us, and we want progress faster. Uh, so again, we can't do it alone. If we've learned something um, is we have to find ways to partner in this deep and meaningful way with organizations who have shared uh, interests and shared objectives who have uh, you know, particular lenses into uh, the solutions. And so it's really only working together that we can make progress. The last thing I'll say, and this was on the other uh, Sarah Week uh, conversation with Rhonda Morris, our Chief um, Human Resources Officer and Byron August of Opportunity at Work and, and the American Petroleum Institute, um, we can't make it a zero-sum game. So we're not just trying to attract talent away from our competitor. We want to increase the size of the pie. We want to increase the flow of talent into the sector. Uh, if we do that, uh, attract more HBCU students, that'll be good for Chevron, that'll be good for the industry, and that'll be good for the country. 
Yeah, and, and Harry, um, I think we've noticed that a lot of the HBCUs are located in the south near these energy focused areas. Maybe you could just highlight some of the particular preparations of the um, STEM and engineering. You already referenced this, but what particular um, issues are, have you got there for developing the um, particular talents that help, help them for their careers in the energy industry? Yeah, I, I, first of all, I want to I want to comment on, on something Pierre referenced earlier about ESG in terms of what is happening in our country. And and yes, Chevron has been doing this for a while, but a lot of companies are just getting into this. And what we are seeing, uh, literally, uh, uh, it's almost like a, a structural shift within companies in terms of their focus and wanting to do this and wanting to do it right. And those companies that are totally committed to being a part of this and doing it the right way, it starts at the top. It starts with the CEO and at Chevron, the CEO has been engaged with this process as, as Pierre referenced by bringing uh, the, 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 the C-suite members around the table and talking to the CEOs of the, of the universities. That, that sends a very strong message and that message is that we are interested in your students and that message comes out very clearly. Uh, the meeting that we had with the CEO of Chevron uh, focused specifically on, on our institutions uh, that focus in on, on engineering and, and computer science and, and biology, uh, the chemist, chemistry. Uh, and these institutions have had long-term partnerships with, uh, with Chevron because of their, their, their nature of the students that they produce. But by bringing them all together collectively, it just makes it even stronger in terms of that process. So then being very intentional about that is, is another a key component of this. So I, what we're seeing here and what we're experiencing uh, because of the, 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 uh, the, 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 the interest in wanting to do more in the DE&I space and, and wanting to be more committed and more focused in this, uh, it started with the unfortunate incident of George Floyd when, when that uh, tragedy occurred. Uh, and then it, something happened to our country in terms of wanting to do something, do something significant to impact those communities that have been left out, that have been disenfranchised. And when you have partners out Chevron that's been there already, uh, and then to reaffirm this, uh, to even go deeper into this is very significant. And I'm just very, very proud uh, to be affiliated with a company that's got a, a, a deep interest, not only in supporting uh, HBCU students, but supporting the communities that these HBCU students are, are housed in. As you stated, most of them are in the South with 90% of our institutions are located in the South. Uh, and we have a large footprint in Texas. We have a large footprint in Georgia and Alabama and North Carolina. And we all know that the energy, energy uh, communities exist in those communities. And by having that vested interest, uh, it says a lot from a social responsibility and taking that social responsibility very seriously by giving back to that community and giving back to the talent that's coming out of that community to make a difference. Great, what a wonderful story. What a really great illustration of collaboration right from the, the top in the C-suite. And Pierre being up on your board just reinforces that. So um, thank you both so much today for participating in our Zero Week conversation by IHS Markets. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having us. Thank you, Lynn, thank you, Harry. Thank you, thank you, Pierre.